What works. You're listening to the What Works podcast, brought to you by State Alumni, sponsored by More Investment Management and TD Malosh Monix Insurance. If you met somebody really interesting at an event and you think your friend should meet them, let them know. Create that connection. Do a soft introduction and all that sort of stuff. If you look out for your network, they'll look out for you. There's an African proverb that goes, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with others. And when you put this into the context of your career, there is no question about the value of having connections. From the alumni team here at SAIT, I'm your host and fellow SAIT grad, Alyssa Athanasopoulos. Welcome to the What Works podcast. On this episode, we'll find ways to make meaningful connections and tips for networking effectively. Joining us is Sean Leeson, a career advisor with SAIT's Career Advancement Services team. A large part of Sean's portfolio is bridging the gap between students and alumni with employers by coordinating personalized hiring and networking events. Let's just bring it back to the basics, mm-hmm. the foundations. What is networking? Funny enough, it's actually really simplistic. Networking is just creating relationships, really connecting with people, whether they're professional relationships or personal relationships, just talking to people. Simple as that. Connecting. Simple as that. Connecting, <laughs> interacting, creating relationships, all that sort of stuff. But it could simply be a coffee chat with somebody you just met at a party could be you're talking to the person in line with you because the line's taking a long time at the grocery store. I actually did that yesterday at Costco (laughs) when I was trying to get some food. Even joining a club or volunteering. And obviously we have more formal avenues. So going to a networking event, going to a career fair, going to an employer session, all that sort of stuff, maybe connecting with somebody via LinkedIn. That is all networking. Why is networking so valuable in the context of your career? So something to keep in mind, there is a saying that goes around and sometimes it's true, is that who you know is important, especially when it comes to getting a job. Sometimes I think there's a statistic out there, don't quote me on it, that around 80% of jobs are filled through networking. Even for my own self, through my entire adult life, most of my jobs, I got through networking. Even this position I have here at SATE, I got through networking on LinkedIn. So networking is very powerful. I think it's valuable for anybody because if you are struggling to find a job, look at look out to your network, see who's there, see who can help you. Can you share a little bit about how you got your job in your current role through in my current role? Yeah, yeah of course. So when I had come back from living abroad during the pandemic, I did a little bit of career searching myself, seeing what the next step was for me. And I had identified that site was the place I wanted to be. And so I wanted to take any avenue to get into site. And I happened to interview for one position in learner services, and my manager just happened to be the on the panel. Fortunately, I didn't get that job. But the thing is, is that she reached out to me via LinkedIn being like, hey, I loved you in your interview. Would you be interested in taking a job with me? And that's how I got that job. Interesting. Via the power of LinkedIn, <laughs> right? So a bit of reverse networking in that regard. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, it did involve a little bit of a formalized piece with mm-hmm. that interview for a different position. But at the end of the day, she reached out to me via LinkedIn. Like you mentioned earlier, you know, the word network, it can cause people some major anxiety. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for those who might feel that way? Something to keep in mind. And I thought about this one very carefully. We're already doing networking. So you should keep that in mind. You have friends, you have families, you have classmates, you have teachers, you're interacting with them on a day to day basis. So that's networking. Go back to that. It doesn't have to be something overly formalized, right, with an employer or with somebody who could be an employer talking to your pastor or going to your community events and talking to people there. 
that is networking. Make it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. You're doing it already and you're most likely fantastic at doing it now. How would you recommend someone prepares for a networking event or coffee with someone? So this is something that is always really important because obviously we want to come off prepared and professional. So start off by doing some research. Find out what companies are going to be in attendance at that event. Know which employers you want to go meet because there may be 20, 30 of them, but you don't have to see every single one of them. Look them up on the Internet. Look at their about page. Do a Google search to see what news is about them right now. Check their LinkedIn profile, which is always really important. Come prepared with a resume. Come prepared with your elevator pitch and come prepared with some questions. If you're meeting somebody for coffee, it's a little bit of a different environment. You're not at a career fair and all that stuff. Check their LinkedIn profile. You know, see who they are as a professional. Take a look at their job history, too, because that may be something that, you know, you can talk about. Also, come prepared with thoughtful questions. You likely have questions for them, so write them down and maybe even present it to them in an email a little bit earlier. Always dress professionally. So don't come in in a hoodie to a career fair, to a coffee chat. Maybe put on a nice blouse or a nice shirt or something like that. Wear slacks if you want to, right? Because we're trying to come off as that professional. Once you're there, make sure you meet the employers on your own. You don't want to be in a cluster with friends. You don't want mom and dad or your guardian beside you. Obviously, we're trying to come off as independent professionals. Be mindful of their time. They likely have are seeing you between meetings or appointments. Maybe they have other people in line at a career fair to meet them. So take 15 minutes, maybe 10, 15 minutes, chat with them and say thank you. Get their contact information and move on. I think a common misconception about networking is that it's all about selling yourself and Mm. it can really seem like a transactional experience. How would you respond to that? How I think of it, just like any other relationship personal, professional, there's give and take. And they require nurturing and fostering. I wrote down this sort of, you know, example, you wouldn't expect to have a best friend on one interaction. So you have to take the time to foster that relationship, really meet with them, listen to them actively. And also sometimes you may need to take them out for a coffee and pay for that coffee. Maybe you will have to pay for dinner sometimes, but that's how relationships are built, personal or professional. I love that give and take concept. It's so true for all relationships, networking Mm -hmm. or not. So speaking of that give and take, how can someone bring value to their network? Since we have our own networks and we know our friends have own networks, make sure you're taking care of each other. So if you see a job out there that you think your friend would be really good at, send it to them. If you met somebody really interesting at an event and you think your friend should meet them, let them know, right? Create that connection. Do a soft introduction and all that sort of stuff. If you look out for your network, They'll look out for you. And what are some examples of networking opportunities you and your team put out for alumni? Highly encourage alumni to go to the events we put on. The one really good one to go to are employer sessions. These are employers wanting to recruit students and alumni from SAIT. I work with them to bring them, whether on campus or virtually, to talk to you about their company. What sets them apart from other companies? Why to consider them? And then they bring up some work opportunities as well. This is a perfect avenue because they're here to meet you. And we're doing the work here at SAIT to bring them to you. So take advantage of it. Something else is that we always have other stuff as well, mentorship circles and all that stuff. And 10,000 Coffees, which is a wonderful platform for alumni, not only to connect with industry, but also help new students here at SAIT. Then you can start developing networks with 
younger individuals who themselves may know people. You never know where your network's going to take you. Can you talk a little bit more about the industry mentorship circles? Like, what does that look like? How do you get involved with that? So industry mentorship circles, what it is, is that industry. So companies want to pass on information to students and alumni. There's a lot of seasoned professionals out there and even new grads who got positions at really awesome companies and they're very passionate about something. And it could be a lot of things. It could be about women in trade, for example, or they understand the struggle of transitioning from state to a professional job and they want to make sure that other people are aware of that transition, how to navigate it. Maybe understanding different parts of the hiring process, right, for their company. These are important things to transfer over, and these are nice formalized ways for anybody from SATE, whether it's a student or alumni, to get that industry information. And back to 10,000 Coffees, how do alumni get involved with that? So fortunately, 10,000 Coffees is awesome platform. It's all virtual. So you just have to sign up. You sign up, you create your profile, what are your interests and all that sort of stuff. And on a monthly basis, you get paired up with either a student or industry and you can have a video chat, a video coffee. Really, you can do it in person as well. But these are awesome ways to remove the sort of anxiety you get from formalized networking events, because at the end of the day, you're just having a chat over a cup of coffee. And both of you want to be there. I mean, in most situations when you're at a networking event, both parties do want to be there. But this is really intentional because you're going out of your way to sign up for this platform. So, well, And exactly. And it's one on one. So at the end of the day, they may not have all the answers for you, but you never know. They have their own network as well. So they may be able to share some contacts with you for you to further your own development or further your own career. How can you make a positive impression in a virtual environment when there's a number of people in attendance? When you're put in those virtual sessions, it's very easy to sit back and not interact. I've hosted quite a few of those sessions and normally it's crickets. But if you really want to make an impression in one of those virtual sessions, speak up, say something to say, I really appreciate what you had mentioned and all the advice you had provided. Would love to connect again sometime, maybe through LinkedIn and all that sort of stuff. Even if you're a little bit anxious, maybe leave something in the chat because they are also checking that chat. There are different avenues for you to connect if speaking up in front of a large audience is not what you want to do. And that chat button really helps. What is one thing a listener could unplug their headphones and do immediately after listening to this episode to expand their network? If you have a LinkedIn profile, add all your friends, all your family and all your acquaintances there first. Put in your core network in first and then start thinking about who else to reach out to. If you don't have LinkedIn, get a LinkedIn. After graduating from state with a geomatics engineering technology diploma and a Bachelor of Applied Technology in Geographic Information Systems, Corey Ford has since made her way into the role of Content Fulfillment Manager with Hexagon Geosystems. During her studies, Corey was committed to building her network so she could get her foot in the door of the GIS and geomatics industry. Not only did she make connections and build confidence, she also developed some extra skills that came in handy when it came time to interview for roles. 
first I would volunteer with some of the like student groups and things like the clubs and everything, trying to do some of the events that we would do for like industry nights and things. And then that progressed into also doing some volunteering with some organizations that were hosting like meetups and groups and things at some like restaurants or bars or whichever, just to kind of get some networking going. So a lot of this was really helpful in terms of developing like professional development and like being able to talk with people and, you know, like have those conversations where you're kind of like you're talking to someone completely new. So this really, I think, helped build my confidence overall over while I was a student. It didn't directly, I didn't like find a job from meeting up with like X person at X time, but it did really help me in terms of kind of developing my soft skills and being able to talk with people kind of um, on the fly and like, you know, transitioned also into like being able to talk in interviews with people and things like that. So, and also just being, having those soft skills I've been told also from interviews and things has been able to help me like actually land a role because they saw on my like volunteer descriptions or things like that, you know, like if I volunteered with doing like whatever networking stuff and was a pointer there that they thought was really beneficial for pushing me to the next round of interviews and things. So, because I knew that that would mean I would be able to talk with like, you know, people on a team or, you know, customers, things like that. Corey knows that networking can be nerve wracking and shares with fellow state grads that at the end of the day, the people you're connecting with are just regular people and were likely also once in your shoes. My number one tip personally, it's getting over the fear of just feeling like, oh my gosh, they're judging me or like I shouldn't be bugging them with my questions or, you know, things like that. Because I think there's a lot of anxiety, you know, fear that gets wrapped up into talking with new people or people you don't know, especially if it's like you have like potentially like a job or something lined up or like the connotation that maybe you could get an interview someday with this person at this company, like instills a lot of anxiety about things like that. At the end of the day, it's just a person. They're the same person that you're going to see at your grocery store or that's doing like whatever, like multi-sport stuff after work and things. So like, it doesn't hurt to just like try and take it back down to earth and realize like, this is just, you know, five years ago, they would have been in the same class as me. So you just got to try and like, relax about it and just, you know, talk to them, try and have like a regular conversation and take a deep breath. Remember that these are just people and that it's not as serious as you're making out to be in your head kind of thing. So I've often had to make myself think like that when I've talked to new people. So So whether it's attending events like industry mentorship circles, joining LinkedIn, or even that simple conversation with someone at the grocery store, you are networking. So keep building your contacts. And remember, networking is a two-way street where you can also bring value. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Alyssa Thanasopoulos, and this is the What Works podcast brought to you by SAID Alumni. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Connect with the SAID Alumni family. Visit SAID.ca slash alumni for information on exclusive perks, events, contests, and volunteer opportunities.